we overthought this. mode <laughs> welcome to what are we doing we don't know we haven't figured it out yet but thanks for coming to listen to us talk to each other about nothing hey emerald hey minna hey uh sisters hey alicia i think that's it those are my shout outs because those are the only people that listen to this <laughs> thanks for being loyal <laughs> anyways um so, How was your week, Janelle? <laughs> <laughs> mm. It was fine. My week was boring. But I did see Aquaman last weekend. Oh, shoot. Let me tell you something. Tell me something. I regret it. You know what I don't regret? What? Watching Bandersnatch. Oh, <laughs> you watched it? I watched it. I... Have you not watched it yet? I tried to. I um I tried to get to the ending honestly as soon as possible because I'm sorry I'm interrupting you. I said I wasn't gonna talk so much. <laughs> no no no, it's, it's all good, you know. Okay, my short is all love. <laughs> is that I don't play video games for a reason. When I'm watching TV at home, I'm usually not just watching TV. I'm like doing other things or trying to or drawing or doing something. So I'm listening to what's happening, but I'm not like eyes glued to the tv so the fact that i had to like make decisions while i'm doing something that's supposed to be a leisure activity no thank you and you know what happened in mine i don't know what happened in your how your choose your own adventure went but the end of mine ended with him cutting his dad's head off and um what which one he cut his dad's head off and then it fast forwarded like a bunch of years into the future and the um the daughter of the guy that took the drugs and jumped off the building his daughter was became a programmer and was working on a, on the game and then she crushed the computer i chose to crush the computer cuz there was like a demon in the computer or something so what were your ba- is it bandersnatch bandersnatch whatever bandersnatch um well first of all i love black mirror Love it. Um, and so when Black Mirror decided, hey, we're going to make a movie, I was, well, I didn't care at first. <laughs> it was just I was at my friend's house house, and they um, they decided, well, this is what we're doing. And I was like, okay, I'm down. I love, I love uh, Black Mirror. And uh, so we ended up going through every single ending. Are you serious? We went through every single ending, Ugh. and it was it was wonderful. I don't know, maybe it's just um, you liked it. It was it was a really fun experience, and maybe also because I wasn't doing it alone. Okay. So it 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 maybe it impacted the way that I my whole experience, I guess. Um, but I, of course, I watched um, Bird Box. Because that had to happen because, you know, when society speaks, when Twitter speaks, you listen. Uh, it must it must come to pass. Yep. And so I um, indulged myself 
and a little Netflix downtime. What were your what were your what were your outside of the memes? Did you were you able to form a, your own independent opinion of Bird well, Box? <laughs> and I think now that I think about it, I feel like it I probably I might have had a different outlook on the film. Oh, you if, saw it before. You saw it during the height of its its Twitter yes, moment. Oh, I did. Okay. I did. Okay. So I mean from the get-go, and I don't think that, like, from the memes that I saw, um, I mean, it was clear that there were a lot of people who didn't really take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Because if, if when it, as soon as anything becomes that largely memed... Um, it's over. Once it's memed-memed, it's, it's, it's at the tail end of its moment. Right. I saw somewhere that, like, someone argued that memes are, like, the future of promotion... But that's a whole I other discussion. Not. <laughs> um, I feel like maybe I would have had a different outlook on it if I had seen it like in a vacuum. Like I, I pretty much knew how the story went. Also, it didn't really help because I didn't initially thought that mm. I was going to watch it. So I just watched like the summary of it because I wanted to get, I wanted to understand like the meme language that people were speaking that week. Yep. And so, um, <laughs> understand the meme language. <laughs> and so. I watched like this summary thing, but I was like, okay, you know what? I don't have anything to do right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something that I literally never do, which is watch a movie. And so yeah, I watched. Yeah, I was, I was very surprised when you said that you watched it. And literally, right when I w- had text you, was right when I had finished, and I felt like, I don't know, I just, I. I didn't really care for it, honestly. No offense to anybody who is like, you know, did anyone ride or actually die when it like to- it though? Because everyone was mostly making jokes about it. Because I watched it, I think it had its moment was literally a twenty-four hour cycle. After about twenty-four hours, people were anyone who was still talking about it was just late. I watched it at the very beginning of its cycle before I, I don't, I don't think I had seen any tweets about it. I saw like a couple people say like, Oh, this movie bird box is out. No, actually I turned on my Netflix and it was like, you know, they, when they're promoing a new movie and it was like huge there. And I saw it with Sandra Bullock, but to be honest, the reason that I decided, okay, I got to watch this is because Trevante Rhodes is in it. I hope I'm saying his name right. And he's the guy that was in moonlight I sound like such a. Jerk. Is he another specimen? I yeah I uh, yeah I feel like I'm I'm what is it called when you like I don't want to turn these people into objects you know they're not just <laughs> objects they're real people with souls and hearts but he's really he's a really good actor and he's also extremely attractive so I was like all right I'll check it out and also Sandra Bullock is great I was confused the whole time. What pulled me in actually was the the little monologue that she does in the beginning when she's talking to the kids. I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. She's screaming at children. What's going on here? And then it slowly just became madness. Um, And by the end, I was like, what did I, what did, what? I just remember turning it off and just being like, okay, I don't know what just happened to me, but I guess I'll go do something else now. What are your thoughts on thriller movies in general? And thriller really, and horror movies in general. I really like them. I, I enjoy being um, scared to a reasonable degree. I'm not going to watch no kind of Jaws movie. Not Jaws. What's it called? Saw? <laughs> Saw? Saw? Is that what yeah, it's called? Yeah, yeah. yeah, where people are being like 
I don't like indiscriminate violence. I hope I'm using that word right. Probably not. Mm. But I don't like like gratuitous violence where it's like, let's see how disgusting we can be with mutilating this body. That's I don't I don't want to see all that. <laughs> but I do enjoy like the thrill of like, oh, well, who did it? Or, you know, what's going to happen next? Or like, why are you running faster? Like that kind of stuff I enjoy. Well, and people were, people, the reason why I brought that up is, is because people were, were, um. <laughs> What's the word that I was looking for? <laughs> I just lost, completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, wow. Christian disappeared. Hold on, hold on. Uh, 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 oh, uh, people were comparing Bird Box to A Quiet Place. I don't know if you've seen that movie. What? Let Have me tell seen? you what. Let me tell you something. I saw a quiet place the weekend it came out. This out seems like I have a lot of free time where I just go see movies all the time. Guys, let me tell you something. I have no free time and yet I waste a lot of money going to movies. A quiet place had a very a pretty simple premise. Like don't make noise or these monsters will jump out of the woods and kill you. And also, I don't know if you saw a quiet place, but there you could you actually saw the monsters. Right. Um, so, and they like came and they like destructed things and ruined people's lives, and you saw it happen. Bird Box was just uh, no, it's not the same thing. I don't have an intelligent way of saying that, but it wasn't the same thing. Well, speaking of <clears throat> horror and thriller movies, Janelle, Christian, do you have any? Because I literally have known you for like. A good portion of my life on this planet. Okay. <laughs> um, really subtle way to call me old. Continue. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> Do you have any, like, irrational fears? Um, yes. Okay. I don't <clears throat> think this is irrational. I feel like maybe you already knew this, but maybe not. Because I don't, it's, I don't talk. Okay, this is one thing. I actually don't like to tell people what I'm afraid of. Because some people like to play pranks. And, like, bring that thing into your face to scare you. And I think that is so rude and awful. Listen, I have a sense of humor. And that's a thing that people who don't have a sense of humor say. But really, guys, I'm chill, you know? I'm going to go with the flow type of gal. I can chill. But I don't, I do not find pranks to be amusing. Especially pranks that are, like, a physical thing. Like, you're doing a thing to a person. Those are usually just not that funny to me. Uh, any kind of trickery. I'm not really down for trickery. Um, right. Only thing I could say is like, oh, you, when you like jump out and scare people. But even that is like questionable to me because like, what if someone has a heart condition? Right. Like what? I, I just don't like, I don't like those sorts of things. And someone did this to me one time and it made me really angry. And I don't like getting angry <laughs> at people because it feels aggressive because I don't validate my own anger. I always push everything to the side, but that's a whole other conversation. But really, I just don't like, <laughs> I don't like revealing myself because I feel like people will try to use it against me. That being said, I'm afraid of frogs. They are wow. disgusting. I thankfully haven't seen one in a while. Knock on wood. But like, like, for example, I won't go, I won't walk in on grass if it's dark outside 
because I'm afraid that there's like a frog kind of hiding in the grass and it's going to jump out at me. And the, the aspect, the aspect of frogs that I'm so afraid of is the surprise factor that they can just appear without you seeing them and they can jump and touch you. The thought of their gross, warty skin touching my flesh, my skin, is... Uh, <laughs> it really... It's true. Like, it, uh, That's such an interesting thing to be afraid of. I mean, you know what? Like, you're... You, you know, all respect yeah, to whatever. you. Yeah, whatever. All... <laughs> All power I mean, to you. All, all power to you. <laughs> but, I think um, the reason why is because, um, because I don't remember having this fear until this memory, and then from that point <clears throat> on, I remember like suddenly I just was like not really messing around with frogs. I was in the garden in one of our houses that we lived in with my uh, grandma, and we were gardening. She was gardening, I should say, and I was just dance like messing around and stuff. And I reached down into this um, uh, plant or something, some kind of bush thing, and a frog jumped out, like a huge toad thing, jumped out at me and almost hit me in my face. And I freaked out. I was, it, was, it scared me so bad. And like from that point on, I was like, I'm not messing with those things. So, yeah. And this uh, when I was deaning... For those who don't know what that is, um, at uh, boarding academies, they, for high schoolers, the two people that are in charge of the students within the dormitories are called deans. And I was a dean for one school year in 2010. And one of the students came into the office and had a frog in her hand, and she was hiding it, and she came super close to my face and opened her hand really quick. And I almost slapped her in her face. I didn't, but I almost did. So someone leaked the information. The information was leaked. I was compromised and betrayed. Mm. Wow, that is yeah, that is sad. <laughs> What's a an irrational fear of yours? Uh, I have too many. <laughs> I'm um, afraid of know, everything. I, I'm I'm a man. I'm I'm not supposed to be afraid of anything because I'm basically True. a walking god. That's true. I have um, heard that about men. But I, I really, really, really hate spiders. I oh, would almost like go. Your mom. I would almost go as far as to say that I'm afraid of spiders. <laughs> but even more than spiders. I would almost go as far as to say. So you're not quite. You don't want to betray your manhood too much by saying you're genuinely afraid of them. But you'd say, if I was a weak man and I was admitting to being afraid of things, I would say that I do not like the presence of spiders. Well, spiders suck. <laughs> you know what else sucks? Suck. Heights. Well, I feel like that fear is even more <clears throat> rational than the most irrational fear of all that I have, which is... Ooh. Drum roll. The feeling of my <laughs> own heartbeat. What? I absolutely hate it. Every time I feel it too much, I start to, like, freak out. Explain yourself. So when I'm, well, so when I'm like, lying there and mm -hmm. my heart... And I can feel my heartbeat, or like I put my heart on my chest, and I can you feel my heartbeat. You put your heart on your chest? I mean, sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> or when I put my hand on my chest and I feel my heartbeat. <clears throat> um, it, like, it reminds me of how temporary I am. 
Like it just feels like this little thing, this little thing that feels like a little like mouse that's just like turning around in my chest. That's that is really, really weird. That's very strange. Uh, <laughs> Do you intentionally put your hand over your own heart to freak yourself out? No, I don't. I, I actually avoid it because it it <clears throat> it feels like it, this thing could stop in any moment and it'd be over. Like this little thing. Hmm. And like I'm not, I haven't charged it. It's just going by itself. <laughs> and it's like, what if it stops? And that's the end. I mean, it wouldn't be the worst thing ever, but you know, just getting oh, loud. Holy oh boy, boy, that was dark. <laughs> that got dark real quick, guys. Uh, I don't think your editing skills are this. fast enough. I don't think your editing skills. You could catch that. <laughs> let me let me say that again. I'm it, leaving that in. It just freaks me out. It just freaks me out. That is interesting. Um, I've never yeah. thought of... I mean, sometimes I don't think about my own bodily functions and what they're doing, but I do sometimes think, like, how am I alive right now? It, it would be so... I, like, suddenly something in me could just not click the way it's supposed to. Like, cars go out all the time after a mm-hmm. while. Things just wear out, and then they... You can't use it anymore. And it's like, what's keeping this... I don't take good enough care of myself for my body to be like in tip top shape so i sometimes worry like what if something just suddenly stops clicking the way it's supposed to or what if i get hit too hard in the chest and like that knocks something off kilter and then i die i think about that sometimes but thinking about your own heartbeat that is kind of weird oh yeah like my own breathing my I, i hate flying by the way Oh, we could go on and on, but I don't think we have that long. (laughs) You don't like flying? When is the last time you were on a plane? mm, Last year, I believe. For what? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Where did I go? I went somewhere. I don't remember exactly where, but I was on a plane for something. I don't love... I love the takeoff part of flying. And I'm usually pretty calm, but if anything goes even slightly wrong, like if there's even a little bit of turbulence, I start to think, okay, death is an option here. (laughs) And not an option, but um, a variable. And now it's time to face the things that you didn't resolve in your life. (laughs) Um, See, my favorite part of a flight is getting off of the flight. (laughs) Well, yeah, that makes sense. It's it is a little bit scary. Okay, so I have a question. Um, who do you go out of your way to be nice to? Um, people who people who hold opportunities for me. Oh, so you're one of those people. Yeah. Well, okay. You know, it's interesting because as somebody who has like given up on people in general. Uh huh. Um, it feels like going out of my way to be nice to anybody that isn't like a person who's like a loved one mm-hmm. is like, feels like a waste of time. I'm not a jerk. I promise. I'm really nice. I'm really uh, nice. We're all starting to question that. <laughs> okay. This is, let me, this is who I go out of my way to be nice to. <clears throat> When I see anybody who I know is part of an oppressed group, I try to, with, like, my body language and, like, how I smile at them and stuff, I try to make them understand, like, I'm not one of those people that's judging you. 
And in that, I feel like a terrible person. Oh. Because it makes me feel like that's pro. Because I don't like it when white people do that to me. Where they're like trying to <clears throat> prove their non-racism by being like really extra about it. So like if I see, like if I'm in an, this sounds, I don't know if I should put this in there. But when I'm at an airport and I see somebody with like a, a Muslim mm-hmm. person, mm-hmm. I try to smile at them. I'll like sit close to them. I like just try to make it clear like I have no ill will towards you. You are my fellow man. And it's so <laughs> excessive because they're probably just trying to go about their day. They don't care what I think of them. As long as I'm not throwing things at them and calling them bad names. Right. They just want to be treated like regular people. And I think like, oh man, because... When white people, you know, try to touch my hair unsolicited or they tell me about some rap song they like out of nowhere or they just assume that I like rap. I I mean, there's so many instances where people have said things that are mildly offensive as an attempt to prove that they're not whatever they think I might be thinking about them. And I'm just like, you don't have to do any of what you're doing. We're all here. We're existing in peace. You're not calling me any kind of bad names. We're everything's fine. You don't have to do all of that. But then I find myself doing that to people that I think <clears throat> might think that I'm like judging them or something. Like if I see like a gay couple, I'll like smile at them. I'm like, hey, just so you know, like I'm cool with everybody. <laughs> and it's like you don't have to do that. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly it's like what a you're talking weird about. Weird urge. You know, now that you say that. Um, not so much because I was thinking more individual, um, but I go out of my way Mm -hmm. to be nice to white people. I'm not like doing grand gestures, Mm -hmm. but the same, like the same behaviors that you're talking about here. Mm -hmm. Like when I go to a place like, like, like Napa. (laughs) Why are you whispering? There's a lot of like. When I was in California last in July, I saw me and Mena were driving around and we saw this huge Confederate flag. Oh, yeah, I was right behind you. Oh, yeah, you were driving with us. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I couldn't believe. I was like, I mean, I guess I can believe it, but I always think of California as this like land of liberal ideals and wonderful people who are like forward thinking progressives with environmental, you know, ideals and all this. And then I see this huge Confederate flag flying off the back of a pickup truck. And I'm like, yeah. wait a minute, did I teleport to Texas? Where am I? It was so Napa. weird. Napa. Um, I find myself being nice to those people because I feel like are you it's trying so to connect easy. with the white side of you? No, so <laughs> Christian is mixed, by the way. I'm a, I am a, I am a, I am a, a mixed person. Mixed race, young my man. My father is from Kenya, and my mother is from America. <laughs> and um, like in in the current world that I live in, I am black. I'm not mixed. I'm black. Yep. So what I do to make sure that people know that I'm like not a threat because people well, there are there are still white people out there mm-hmm. who will see me as a threat yeah. especially if I'm in a place like Napa yeah. and I like have a hat on yeah oh boy this is de- <laughs> <laughs> um I'll find myself like smiling or like 
my tone of voice will be extra, like, nice. Mm-hmm. So as to prove, like, it's okay. You don't have to be afraid of me. I, yes. That's unfortunate, though. It is, right? Yeah, you shouldn't, I mean, you would think you shouldn't have to alter your <clears throat> entire, like, behavior just so people aren't afraid of you. That's so, st- Have anyway. you ever found yourself doing that? Ever? I used to when I was younger. Oh, boy, this is getting into hairy territory. But (laughs) when I was younger, I went to a high school, um, predominantly white high school, the last two years of school. And uh, I'm I'm almost ashamed of how I behaved there. It wasn't bad or anything. But I had this weird pride that when people would white people would tell me, oh, I forget you're black. You don't act black. Like you're yeah. not you're not black black, and I'm like, at when I heard that initially, because I, I nobody people hadn't really said that to me before, but when they said that to me, I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I'm black. I don't know what, I don't I don't know what that means, but I almost took it as a compliment because like, I think they were saying it as, oh, you're not one of those black people. Nowadays. I'm still myself. It's not like I'm trying to become anything else, but I'm not, I don't feel the need to be as apologetic about however people perceive me is not my business. Like, I don't feel the need to smile a lot at people, especially white people. Um, I'm not aggressive towards anyone, but I'm also not going to like be extra nice to you just to make you comfortable. Whatever insecurities or stereotypes or whatever you hold against people is like your business to work out but people shouldn't have to be go out of their way to be something else so you're comfortable you should just address whatever whatever prejudices you're holding on to address that within your own self it's funny because there have been some times where i've been like walking around a predominantly like affluent area Mm -hmm. i'll say that um, where there aren't a Yontville. lot of... Yes. <laughs> Let's just come right out and say just Yontville. Um, <clears throat> all up to Yontville. Um, and sometimes I'll be walking around and I'll be like, okay, I'm wearing like white shoes right now and they look really clean. <laughs> no one's going to think I'm a threat. Mm-hmm. If I'm walking around in like my, in, like, my Jordan 1s, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, people are going to be afraid of me. Like, people are more, are going to, like, it's going to be easier for somebody to have, like, a notion about me. Yeah. Depending on what I'm wearing. Yep. Janelle, what is the funniest story mm-hmm. involving a car that you have to tell me today? I don't know why you asked that like it was something profound, but um, <laughs> I have a lot because I used to drive some real jalopies. Um. One time my, um, I don't know what part of the car it's called, but there's this long pipe under the car that connects exhaust to the pipe? exhaust. Yeah, I guess oh. that's it. And it was rusting, and in the middle of me driving, it, like, fell off the car and was dragging <laughs> underneath it. Right. Um, another time, my windshield wipers stopped working in the middle of, like, a snowstorm. <laughs> and so I had to, like, my I had my friend hold the wheel of the car and I leaned out of the car to, like, try to fix them while we were driving down the road. Um, <laughs> oh I used God. to have to carry... Why didn't you... Wait a minute. Why didn't you just get out of the car and fix them? If it was, like, a fixable thing, why did you have to keep the car moving? We didn't want to stop. 
And <laughs> another time, I used to have to carry bricks in my car because the parking brake didn't work, and so the car would roll all the time. So I carried bricks in the car, and I would just put up, put them in the in the on the back wheel or the front, depending on where I was parked, so that it wouldn't roll forward. Wow. Would you rather forget who you are or who everyone else was? I would rather forget. Oh boy, hold on. Let me think about this for a second. <laughs> I think I'd rather forget who I was. Why? Because my current view of myself is oh, not accurate boy. anyway. True. That's true. I'd much, and in fact, I think it'd be a blessing in disguise because then I could learn about myself through other people. <gasps> That's a good point. And then you can almost like rebuild your, your sense of self through uh, interactions with people you know. Right. Except you'd have to make sure that you're surrounding yourself. Self with good people. <laughs> or getting like your information from people who actually like care enough about you to tell you the truth. Janelle, how many simultaneous boyfriends do you think you could manage? What is wrong with you? Wow, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> I would like to make a formal announcement of the dissolving of this friendship. You heard it here first, people. Um, how many boyfriends could I maintain at once? Actually, you know what? Okay, it depends on the personality of each boyfriend. Okay, um, good point. Because I'm the kind of person that needs distance from people because I get, I can, I need my, I need my space. I've talked to you about this where I think that the ideal marriage would be that we don't live in the same place always. And once a week, we don't see each other for a week. Now, I'm sure there are people who maybe people who listen to this someday, if more than 10 people listen to this, who are married, who are laughing hysterically because they're like, girl, you don't know what you're talking about. But I'm talking about in an ideal situation, I need to miss you for me to value my time with you. If we are always talking, if I am always seeing you, if you are always in my t messages, I, I, start to, I start to resent the contact. And then I'm just like, why are you texting me every day? Why are you bothering me every day? So I think I can maintain 15 boyfriends at once. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on what purpose they're serving. If one of them's funny and then they like go off and hang out with their wives or their girlfriends and have like their own lives. One could be like the person I call to fix things um, one could be the person who's like my personal shopper. I think what I'm describing is slaves, not boyfriends. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good it's good that you mentioned this because now I'm going to bring up our our um our sponsor, which is oh my god, which is polygamousmatch.com. Can you stop? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I know what you're doing. It worked. <laughs> we're gonna fight. It worked for Janelle. And it'll work for you too. Pigan <laughs> poly polygamy really is hard to say. But polygamy is what like that? It's isn't it just the man that gets to have multiple women wives? I I actually I think it's polyamorous. I don't know what what the what the noun is for that. Hold on, I'm about to type in the word polygamy. Polygamy <clears throat> is defined as the practice or custom of having more than one wife. Or husband at a time. Oh, so I guess it can be applied to women as well. 
Right. Are there any polygamy polygamists that are women? Are there? Oh women? yeah, and they're all on polygamymatch.com. Anyway, how do you feel about nicknames? I don't know who that is. To be honest. I said, how do you feel about nicknames? Oh, nicknames. Oh my god. The, okay, for the for the record, the way that you said it, it sounded like <laughs> somebody named Nick Names. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a name. It's it it's uh, Nick Names. Like, I, was I don't like, know who that is, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. You're gonna listen back and you're gonna hear it. It sounds like you said Nicholas Names, like someone named Nick Names. <laughs> I was like, I don't know who Nick Names is. <laughs> you said it like Nick names. You didn't say nicknames. You said Nick, Nick names. All I was right. Like, I don't. <laughs> um, how do I feel about nicknames? Well, I'm sure if there, first of all, if there's somebody named nicknames out there, sorry, I'm bro. sure you're a great guy or a girl. Either one or gender fluid or or yeah, it's true. What's the what's oh. the thing that is, what is it called? Oh, I can't remember. Non-binary. Non-binary. There we go. Yes. Whatever you are. Uh, <clears throat> How do I feel about nicknames? Um, well, considering that I don't really have one. I mean, I technically have one. People call me Chris. Some people. Uh, uh, oh, actually, I do have one that uh, has Surfaced? Ooh, what is so it? Has, yeah, it, it, as of recent. Uh-huh. And there, are, there are some people who call me CK. Who calls you that? So all of my friends' friends call me CK. All of your friends' friends? So, well, when I say friends, what? I have two friends. <laughs> oh, you mean the friends of your friends? Like, so the fr- my friends uh-huh. and their fr- and their friends all call me CK. That is so, that's bizarre. I can't even call you Chris. I don't even call you that. No, you don't call me Chris. I, I can't do it. I, sometimes, like, if I'm talking, I'm, if I'm referencing you in a conversation with someone else, I almost, my brain almost stumbles and says Chris, and then I'm like, oh, no. I can't say that. I don't well, know why. Well, I, I, I always, um, I always introduce myself as Christian now. Okay. Um, but I didn't start. I, I, I would introduce myself as Chris up until like two years ago. Now it's just Christian. Do you have a too preference? Many Christians. Um, do I have a preference? Um, well, yes, Christian. What's a song this week that you heard that you really liked? I came across this artist named Lucky Day, mm-hmm. and um, he has a song called Roll Some Mo. It's literally called Roll, Roll Some M.O. Some Mo what? What are they rolling more I'm on? I'm pretty sure that he's talking about- Marijuana? Um, I'm pretty- Yes. <laughs> but, uh, but the thing is, the song, for some reason, I just really enjoy it. And then I l- listen to his whole like EP called I, mm-hmm. and it's really nice. I mean, it's, it is kind of like, I feel like some people would find it um, not to their taste just because it's like, it has like a hip hop kind of-ness to it, mm-hmm. but it's like, nice. it's very musical and that song, Roll Some Mo, was very nice. Okay, so hold on. The song that I heard this week that I really liked is called Postcard Memories and it's by this band, Drew Holcomb. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors is the name of the song, the band. 
And uh, I really like a, another song from the same album, but I hadn't listened to the whole album, so I didn't realize there was another song on it that I would like. Oh, it's so good. <clears throat> this reminds it reminds so me good. of Born and Raised by John Mayer. <gasps> oh, I love that song. That's still like, like just a, the whole album in general. Like his whole Born and Ra- Yeah, that whole album is great. Sometimes I get into like a John Mayer mood, and that's yeah. what I'll listen to the whole day. And his music never fails to just put me. It doesn't make me sad, but it doesn't make me too happy. It's just right. It's just right there. Yeah. Right there. I'm probably going to see him for like the fourth time. He's going on world tour. <sighs> Let me discuss with you guys something. Um, <laughs> Christian is a backstabber. <laughs> he has gone to see. I specifically discussed how much I would love to see John Mayer in concert. And Christian has gone to see him. How many times now? Three times in the past, like, year and a half. All right. Well, guys, whatever day you're having, I hope it's a good one. Mm-hmm.